Hello everyone, it's Victoria here and welcome to my podcast, My Entrepreneur Diary. Oh goodness me, it has been busy this week for me. Um, my diary has been absolutely packed and there's been some curveballs thrown in there as well. I think it's, it's never perfect, isn't it? I don't think, well, nothing's ever perfect. Um, one of the curveballs this week was... Um, my son Harry, he's 17, first job and learning to drive, but obviously can't drive yet. And his shift pattern had changed quite a lot this week at work. So my mum, thank goodness for my mum, she's been taking him to work and I've been picking him up, but at 11 o'clock at night. So where he works, it takes 20 minutes to walk out of the place. So by the time he actually gets to the car, it's near on like 25 past 11. Then last night, where did he want to go? Tesco's. Oh, I need to get something sweet. So there I am, quarter to midnight at Tesco's. I'd been up since 6am. I was thinking, oh my goodness, come on. And then gets home and goes, um, oh yeah, I need a work top for tomorrow. And I was just thinking to myself, I've actually got to be up in like five and a half, six hours. Um, So I probably got about four hours sleep. In fact, I think I've most nights this week, I've only had about four or five hours. And I think that's a curveball in itself, isn't it? Because if you are trying to do well, anything, you need your sleep. Um, I'm definitely not the best that I can be if I hadn't if I haven't had my sleep like I think a lot of people so um I want to talk to you about this week actually there was one more curveball actually before I could before I tell you that actually there's one more curveball that was chucked in this week and it was quite a surprising one now this was something that I thought I was really really good at and it was social media so I am actually very good at social media I know what I'm doing but I thought that I was really really good at planning it and kind of doing it all very very quickly so that it didn't take me too long and I was doing it was last month I was doing a masterclass well it was a challenge and then there was a masterclass with um, Lisa Johnson really amazing entrepreneur and anyway the challenge was about being more visible on social media, getting yourself out there, how important it is to get yourself out there. And then there was a masterclass at the end. And I knew this, I knew that I had to be more visible. I think, you know, it doesn't matter what you're doing, whether you're, I don't know, selling a product or uh, pushing a course, it could be anything. But you know, if if you want to do that, and maybe you're launching a business, maybe you've got a business and you're you've got a campaign or you're starting again, you need to be visible. You need to be in front of your potential customers. So knew all this. So I started putting a plan together for the social media and I actually started putting it out on Canva. And then I realized, 
wow, this was taking me hours. Now, I love Canva. I love the design. You know, you can go on, you can design your spotlight. You can, um, there's so much you can do on it. Um, there's discovery apps, there's brand kits, there's content planners, templates. Um, you can put projects together. There is a huge amount that you can do on there. So I use that for all my design. I didn't realise there was actually a content planner on there. So I thought, you know what, I'll use that, hooked it up to my social media and then realised it was just taking me hours, hours and hours. So I thought, right, okay, it's all well and good being visible. But at the moment, this is taking up so much time. I haven't got time to do anything else. So I think I've mentioned to you before that I belong to the Members Club for the Female Entrepreneur Association. So this is just one of those typical questions that you would put on there. And I just was like, hi, can anyone recommend um, what you use for a social media platform? You know, somewhere where I can plan, uh, plan the content. Um, I can see all of the um, analytics. I, I wanted everything. So, so many people came back with answers and I checked out every one of them, actually. And then I got to one called Metrical because a lot of them were so expensive. So I got to one called Metrical and I looked on there and I was like, oh, my God, this is this is not just um, not as expensive as the others, which was fantastic. But it was really easy to use and easy to learn. And I don't know if you're anything like me. I just want something easy that is going to do the job. And this this was definitely it. So I thought, right, you know what? I'm just going to sign up. So I did that. And it was something like for up to five brands. So effectively like five Facebook pages, five Instagrams, TikToks and so on. Um, it was something like £13 a month. It was very, very cheap. So I thought, OK, I'm hoping this is going to be as easy as it looks. It was. I started to put my posts on there. It was so easy, but also so quick. So definitely recommend them. I will put the link. Um, I'm going to see if I can get an affiliate link for them. So I'll put it into the show notes because they are really, really good. Um, And if you're looking for something quick that gives you all the answers that you need, definitely would recommend them. So anyway, what I want to talk to you about today is what inspired me to start my business all those years ago, all those 10, 12 years ago. Um, and also what motivates me, because I think that inspiration and motivation kind of go in hand because you have to be inspired to be motivated. I think that's where it comes from, or it does for me anyway. And the reason that I want to talk to you about this today is because Someone said to me, um, it was about a week ago, Victoria, what inspired you? You know, what inspired you to start a business? Because it is quite a brave thing to do. Um, Especially if, you know, like me, when I started, I didn't have a clue. And I think that's the same for most entrepreneurs. When you start in business, you don't really know what you're doing. You might know the bare basics, but you might not even know that. And I hadn't really thought about it in depth before, but, you know, I kind of knew at the back of my mind 
what it was. So all these answers started coming out of, you know, my mouth. And then I thought, you know what, this is actually quite um, an interesting uh you know interesting to put on on an episode of the podcast so what inspired me to start my business well it was actually my dad um when my mum and dad had me I was the first child I've got two brothers and my mum was 18 and my dad was 22 and bless them they're still together which is just so lovely because I feel so lucky that they are and I was brought home to, you know, a three-bedroom house that they just brought. It was their first house, and we had a dog called Bella. I, and I remember Bella, even though I was so tiny. And I did have a nursery, which was like the box room, but I wasn't in the nursery for very long because my dad decided to make it into, like, a workroom where he would fix TVs. And before... Um, I think before I came along, he worked as, he trained as a TV engineer. And then his mum rented a shop where she sold clothes. She was in the rag trade. And he was like, you know, can I put a TV in the window? And I think she was kind of ready to get out of the rag trade. And, you know, she was like, yeah, Um of course. So, you know, it was it was a, an idea of my dad to put a TV in the window and I think he wanted to rent it. So anyway, he was still, I think he at this point, he was still, you know, training to be an engineer. And then I think the way that it worked is he got a certain amount of rentals and he was renting TVs that then he was able to leave um, his job and he was qualified. And he took over the rent of the shop and he started his own business and it went from there and I saw my dad you know from a very very early age work so hard to build the business up he he just didn't stop he worked and he worked and he worked and then you know we went from a three-bedroom house to um it was a yeah to a four bedroom and then we went then into a five bedroom so the houses were getting bigger as he was getting more successful but you know what it wasn't about the houses it wasn't really about where we lived it was that unbeknown to him he was actually teaching me an amazing work ethic And he was showing me that, you know, if you want things in life, one, you have to work for them, but you have to work damn hard. You know, you do have to work really hard if if you want things. And and also, if you want your, your life to look a certain way, again, you have to put the hard work in. Nothing just comes to you. Nothing's going to come to you and just land on your lap, unless you win the lottery. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, if if you win the lottery, that's a totally different thing, isn't it? But he was teaching me, but I don't think he actually realised at the time what he was teaching me. And then when I got to, um, I was 10 years old and actually, no, I think I was a bit younger than that. I was eight. And I said, oh, can I have a job at um, one of your shops? And by this time you had three shops 
and one of them was in St Albans and he said well you can come and work in St Albans and you know make the tea and clean the kitchen (laughs) I think that was the only time that kitchen ever got cleaned and we're not on about a proper kitchen it was the (laughs) it was the worst kitchen um you know the um the the side bit you know the what you would have um the counter in the kitchen was like this tiny tiny piece of wood like nailed to the wall but I loved it and I earned eight pounds a day and obviously back then you know that was a lot of money for me anyway and then it got put up to ten pounds um and I just loved it and I would go in and I would clean all the tea with the bleach and like clean all the you know where all the in the kitchen tea and and the cups and everything else and um I'd even clean the toilet you know and then I'd go and dust all the TVs and all the hi-fis and everything but what it was teaching me was you know if I wanted you know I don't know maybe a top or some jeans that you know I was going to work for it I mean there was the aspect that I would actually spend my wages before I even got it but it did teach me and so therefore you know he he become a huge inspiration and it wasn't so much that I wanted to emulate my dad I didn't want to so much be like him I wanted to make my own way so obviously you know when I got older and, you know, got to 24 and landed up as a single mother, um, that wasn't quite my plan in the fact of, I was like, hmm, okay, this might be a bit of a, this is going to be a bit of a standstill. And and would that, would that wreck what I wanted to do? And of course it didn't. Um, so he was a huge, huge inspiration. And then another inspiration was, my son and I think all of a sudden I think you get you get different inspirations through your life and he was my inspiration but he was also probably more my motivation because when I had him I found myself as a single mum and I thought right okay well I was lucky that I had a good upbringing and you know, we we didn't really want for anything. But at the same time, we knew the value of a pound and a penny. So that, you know, that's really important to say. But I was lucky that I did have a stable upbringing. Now, with my son, I thought, well, I'm a parent on my own. Would I still be able to do that? Because I had a mum and a dad. Of course you can do that. But I didn't really think it at the time. I thought, well... I had a mum and dad and they gave me a stable upbringing, but would I be able to do the same with my son because I'm on my own? But, you know, you can. But I only know that now that, you know, he's 17 and I was able to do that. But he motivated me. And he is my biggest motivation even now because I want to make sure that I can build something so that it kind of, I guess... It sounds a bit cliche, but I can leave a legacy to say, you know, I want him to be okay, even though, you know, he's seen me work and he's then he's seen my work ethic that I've put into him. Because the thing is, you never know if your child's going to work. You never know. You might instill a work ethic into them, 
but you don't actually know if they're going to work. Um, as it happens, he is, thank goodness. But he is my biggest motivation now. So it's kind of it's switched from my dad. And it's, it's, you know, he motivates me. And I think our kids can motivate us. So, yeah, I just wanted to talk to you about that today because I think that whatever you do in life, you always need an inspiration and you always need a motivation. And if you're finding it difficult sometimes to find that motivation, because, you know, it's sometimes really, really hard. You have to really sometimes dig deep, but you will find it. And then once you have that, you really do move on faster because you've got it there in your head all the time. You're like, you know what? He is motivating me. In other words, for me, my son, he's motivating me and I'm going to carry on because my motivation is so important, but so worth it. So, yeah, I hope you take something from this today and I will be back next week um, for another ep of my entrepreneur's diary and I'm really enjoying recording these eps and I'm I really hope you are enjoying them too anyway have a good day everyone take care and I will speak to you soon